0: Hey everybody, this is Stu. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to bring up that there are a couple times during the podcast where the subject of rape comes up. And while we do our best to take it seriously, uh, there may be some of you that would like to avoid that conversation altogether. If that's the case, I'd highly recommend popping on over to our YouTube channel and listening to it on there. That's going to have the proper timestamps and everything that'll let you skip past those, uh, those parts. So with that out of the way, uh, please enjoy episode three of Battle School Dropouts. Hello, I'm Stu and I'm Bocari. And we are Battle School Dropouts, a podcast about anime and friendship. We're here to discuss the first 6 episodes of an anime and this week we're talking about Eat Man. But before we get into that, Bocari, how are you doing?
1: I'm uh, I'm doing good. Uh every time we record there's some new awful thing going on in the world or the the last awful thing just gets more awful um i guess that's that's one of the one of the downsides of being so inconsistent with recording as we are um yeah, but yeah. so
0: to to kind of go behind the 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 curtain i think that's a phrase um i think so so we we started we started recording like light like mid last year and we wanted to knock out some episodes early on to just kind of like get a feel for the show um feel like what we wanted to do get the get the format all sorted out yeah and it was like, okay, now it's 2020. This is going to be our year. Let's start to record and really like put ourselves into these episodes. Mm-hmm. And, oh, <laughs> you know, 2020 has been a little bit crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time. <laughs> we of the first episode and it's like, okay, cool. We'll record soon. And then coronavirus happened and that mm-hmm. messed up. You know, now you can't come over and record that way. But then mm-hmm. we got that sorted out. And then it's like, okay, like let's, let's record another episode. Oh, no, actually, it's time to go out and like protest and uh, do all that. And, yeah. you know, excellent, excellent cause, but it's like, wow, this is an absolutely insane year. And now coronavirus is even crazier. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what a it's... time to be alive. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's really oh, yeah. difficult to yeah. think about <laughs> anime or anything <laughs> like that. It's just like, oh, I just gotta watch the news and stress out and, you know, bite the shit out. I'm a I'm a nervous finger biter, uh fingernail biter, and so my <laughs> my fingers have just been torn the fuck up.
0: Oh dude, yeah. No, I when when things really started going off and the the George Floyd uh protest really got going i remember ironically enough i was like editing the youtube part of one of our videos and i was like yeah i can't i can't keep doing this like i have <laughs> i have to go out like i feel yep. <laughs> like such a garbage person like oh let me work on my anime podcast i don't have time to fight <laughs> for civil rights it's like because you know like it, it's a kind of a uh like a little bit of a cliche but there's like you know the you know if you were wondering what you do during the holocaust or you know this or that like this it's what you're doing now and it's like yeah i'm editing an anime podcast okay yeah i'm 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 gonna take a break from this for a little bit and not that i was out there like crazy but i i tried to i tried to do my part where i could
1: you know if it's any consolation to you Stu, if i'm convinced that if you were in you know 1930s 1940s germany you would not have been editing an anime podcast
0: you know, I, I really appreciate you. I like to think so, but you never know. <laughs> you never, we weren't there. We'll never
1: know. But for my money, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you would have been doing that. That's just not the kind of guy you would have been in <laughs> World War II era Germany.
0: But yeah, um, I don't know if we want to talk about that or if we want to go into to what else we've been doing because it has been like a month since we've like sat down and chat. And yeah, and it's, it's yeah. It's been wild. I don't I don't know if we have much more to say than it's been wild.
1: But. Yeah, that about that sums it up pretty nicely. I don't think I can add anything that would, you know, paint a better picture than yeah, shit's been wild. It's it's been wild and it's probably going to get more so.
0: You know, and if you're looking for like obviously I think we, you know, we both have strong social justice themes that we want to put into this podcast, but if you really want that like that meat and potatoes like good stuff, like this you're listening to an ad- anime podcast. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't have anything smart to say. I don't even have anything smart to say about anime. I just talk, you know? So God <laughs> forbid, I'm not going to have anything good to say about, you know, anything else that's going on in the world.
0: Yeah. But obviously I, I think it's pretty easy to, uh, to say that we both support the protests, uh, fuck the police, uh, abolish the police. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. on that note, uh, you've been playing any video games? <laughs>
1: uh, I've been playing a lot of video games. Yeah, that's that's one thing about like how infrequently we record is like you know I'll start playing something and I'll just get really deep into it and be like I'm going to talk about this with Stu soon and then like we don't <laughs> move on oh, to something man. else. Uh, so for the sake of brevity, I'm just going to go on what I've been on most recently. And uh, out of nowhere, I just I developed this fascination with shoot 'em up games. Um, oh like, no like the old school like you know top down you're in like you're in like a a jet usually or sometimes you're like a girl on a broomstick or whatever and there's there's enemies and you shoot at them and there's just a shit ton of bullets um yeah those have been a really fucking great time actually i i went on steam and i i downloaded like eight of them for like 17 dollars. it's just been great (laughs) they are dirt cheap right
0: yeah, cuz there was that the Steam sale that just ended a few days ago. If anybody wants to know the dates like how spaced out these podcasts <laughs> yeah. are. Uh no, that's wild, dude. I am I I like shmups. I funnily enough, I really enjoy I haven't watched one in a while, but I enjoy watching people who are good at shmups, totally. play shmups. When I play them, I get incredibly stressed out. My my like brain just can't focus on what's going on and like it's so hard for because there is like that that trance state with yeah. um shoot 'em ups where like all of a sudden just everything makes sense and you're just not, you're not thinking you're just one with the game
1: totally uh they they call that the flow state and like it's something that you know you'll experience if you like if you play a sport or like fuck it if you like playing street fighter a lot whatever like you'll eventually get into that but like I feel something that I've got gained a new appreciation for with... Um, especially the game I've been playing most. It's called Crimson Clover World Ignition. Um, it's a Japanese arcade indie game that got ported to Steam and, I think, PS4 recently. Um, it's that it is built from the ground up to, like to streamline you into that flow state as quickly as possible. Like really simple controls. Like, you know, everything you need to know, you can know by looking at the screen and like just hearing the audio cues. There's no, like, you don't need to read or anything like that. You know, there's no like language to be Mm. interpreted. It's just pictures and sounds. Right. Um,
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, And I I just want to say, I'm looking at like, I just Google image searched it and I like got immediately stressed out just looking at the number of projectiles on that screen. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this is wild, dude! Crimson Clover,
1: especially, like it's 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 almost zen in how fucking nuts it is at all times. Like it's just nonstop, constant explosions and jets dot di- like dive bombing you, and then you go, your jet goes like Super Saiyan, and you, your bullets get way bigger and stuff, and it's just nonstop explosions everywhere, and like it's so overstimulating that it, go- it comes full circle and it feels kind of peaceful.
0: Mm, it's a good that's... time. Yeah, I I know. it's it's rare like i said it's rare for me to get into that flow state but there is something really like because i i know it more from like action games so like um, bayonetta and stuff like that metal gear rising revengeance uh where like there there's just something where it's like wait am i really like blocking all these hits am i really am i really kicking this guy's ass right now like what is even happening am i playing this game
1: like, yeah it's, it's a like, wonderful feeling you're yeah because you're not thinking about it and like actually in my experience um when when i start thinking about it like holy shit did i just do that that's when i lose it like that's when i go like oh wait yep. I, I dropped it because yep. i thought about it too hard
0: yeah absolutely yeah you you can't think about what you're like I you can't think about thinking or like anything that's happening you just have to like become a like your body just has to take over like your brain just needs to shut off
1: yeah it's like it's like a finger pointing to the moon. Don't look too long at the finger, or you'll miss all that heavenly glory. <laughs> Bruce Lee was talking about uh, shoot 'em ups when he said that. Actually,
0: oh, little known I forgot fact, that he was like
1: known. He... Oh yeah, king of the arcade, Bruce Lee. He, he was the... just dominating shit. Dig, dug, and Street Fighter One, all that shit. Yeah, Bruce Lee, high top scores the whole way.
0: Just. The intensity that he brings to, like, just moving Pac-Man around, you know, (laughs) is just so, so strong.
1: Exactly. When when he said, what was that, an exhibition, he meant an exhibition as opposed to time attack mode. You know, the real, the real (laughs) 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 one. I like Under the Dragon a lot. That's a very good movie.
0: Oh, that movie's sick. It's been a little (laughs) while since I've seen it. They took it off of Netflix. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. There's nothing like a good fucking action movie. Like, I Absolutely. feel like we're like, you know, let me let me get my words together here. I I'm not a big Marvel movie guy. Like, I've watched a bunch of them. So I guess maybe I technically am. But it's like I'm always so disappointed by the action scenes in those. And then you watch like an old school like Jackie Chan movie. And it's yeah. like, oh this is sick.
1: Yeah, like, you watch Drunken Master, and, like, it puts, you know, so many modern movies to shame, just, like, by the amount of skill being on display from the actors themselves, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Well, and, like, we were watching, uh, I think we were watching um, Who Am I? one yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like... That movie was like, oh, this is fine. And then it got to like the fight scene at the end, and I was on the edge of my fucking seat. <laughs> like, I was like, this is the fucking most incredible thing I've ever seen. You that know, cuz it looked real. It felt super real. It's like is Jackie Chan about to fall off this fucking building?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He cuz you like, you know, like you know Jackie Chan does his own stunts and doesn't really fake it. So like he is actually mm-hmm. like up there with these other, you know, very talented uh, stunt martial artists and like you know in at any moment could have just completely wrecked his whole shit
0: yeah 100 percent. just like oh that's it. that's the end of him you know? yeah
1: and naturally like we know he didn't not only because he's alive but like you know it's not like they'd release the movie as a snuff film right like if you know for watching <laughs> the movie naturally <laughs> he lived <laughs> but right. still terrifying to watch
0: yeah no but like so <laughs> it sucks it's like you know if anything it's like uh um, mad max has a surprising, the mad max fury road has a surprising amount of cg oh, yeah. and they they brought it up like i was watching a behind the scenes video and it was like we don't want to put like stunt people at risk you know this is a anything that like we want to do as much practical as we can but if somebody's life is really going to be put on the line like we feel like we should try to do it in cg and that movie has a really good balance of practical and cg and it's it made me realize like oh yeah like way less people have probably died in stunt related things thanks to like this overabundance of cg
1: yeah yeah totally like i'm not going to fault anybody for you know prioritizing human life over you know a, a movie scene hitting a little harder like you know if you can, I, if mm-hmm. i'm already suspending my disbelief you know if you can convince me that it's real through cg i don't i don't really give a shit Um, But Mm -hmm. like, you know, and that's not to take anything away from people like Jackie Chan or Tony Jaa who do or Tom Cruise or whatever, who like do all these insane stunts, you know, in in real time. Like, that's always really impressive. But, you know, uh, if they want to make that choice, that's great. I don't want a director making that choice for them.
0: That's that's a good point. Yeah, you want you want the person who's like going to actually do the stunt to be the one who's like, yes, I'm going to do this stunt. Hell yeah, exactly. And and, and it, it fucking pays off you know totally. like when you see the when you see those scenes it's like that's incredible that's yeah. inc- like you you don't see that today really Out, outside of and, and i don't know outside of like the john wick movies like i and there's nothing too crazy like who am i level in there but like those are some good fucking action scenes right that's
1: there. true uh in the new mission Impossible, oh, it's not new anymore but like the latest mission mm. impossible movie um
0: Oh, Tom yeah. Cruise
1: he like he makes this jump Between buildings or something like that and he has to like Catch himself with his foot against the Building that he's jumping towards and I guess he like He tore his ACL or did so like really fucked Up his, his uh, ankle Doing that stunt and it's like <clears throat> That alone sucks like you know that's gotta Hurt like hell but like imagine doing mm-hmm. that While having to still Pull yourself up having jumped Across you know two buildings Right yeah, like, like if he Fucked that up he could have died right
0: Like it, it, it feels weird to put him in, like, the same, like, category, like, in this conversation as, like, somebody like Jackie Chan, but, mm-hmm. like, like uh, the latest, mis- I think it was Mission Impossible Fallout, like, it totally, so many of those shots benefited from the fact that that guy's willing to, like, do those stunts, you know, and he yeah. wants those stunts in the movie. Like, there's a part where he's, like, hanging, there's a helicopter, and it's got this, like, it's got, like, boxes or something in, like, a net underneath it, and he's mm-hmm. hanging from that net, and I'm just, like, sitting there, like he's just hanging from that net like, we're getting a <laughs> shot from a fucking helicopter and he's just fucking hanging there like i'm sure there's some kind of safety precaution i can't see but that looks fucking crazy sure okay. they probably have
1: like a like a i don't know something below to like try and catch him if he does fall but like you know that yeah. that's hardly like a, a perfect fail safe right
0: yeah absolutely yeah it, i mean there's there's loads of fail safes and stunts that have gone fucking horribly wrong so yeah totally yeah but yeah fucking it's wrong that they took enter the dragon off netflix is ultimately what this all comes down to like fuck fuck modern movies watch kung fu movies
1: absolutely watch kung fu movies
0: and if you can't watch kung fu movies watch john wick yeah that's
1: Mm -hmm. a that's a good backup for it i think yeah if you can't watch (laughs) kung fu movies watch john wick yeah i mean honestly you can go on youtube and there's a shit ton of old kung fu movies that you can just watch um oh shit yeah yeah, yeah, but I mean, failing that, you know, John Wick is still a good time. I, li- I like Keanu quite yeah. a bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, big Ke- big Keanu fan. Pro yeah. pro Keanu. Can we say this is a pro Keanu podcast? This
1: is absolute one hundred percent unequivocally. This is a pro Keanu podcast. Mm-hmm. Unless he's okay. playing a cop, so- in which case, then we got to talk about that. I think I dislike cops more than I like Keanu, but
0: that's, otherwise, that's fair. Yeah. So, so far, I, I think maybe his worst crime is, like, ripping off Asian culture, but that's, like, that's just something that, like, white people are going to have to contend with for as long as we live, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, like, he, he's certainly not, we're certainly not throwing the first stone at, Con- uh, at Keanu for that. Um, Scarlett Johansson, maybe, but, yeah, well, not, not Keanu.
0: I, I, I'm in a fucking glass house here, like, I have a fucking anime podcast, like, what <laughs> <little. laughs>
1: I'm fucking done for, dude. I can't, so. I
0: can't. I can't. I can't call him out.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Is, yeah. Very much so. We're we're just as guilty. We're going down on that same ship. Uh, but what have you been up to?
0: What have I? What have I been up to? Um, I have been. I've I've gotten recently addicted to this game. That okay. So I saw I saw the thumbnail for this game, Monster Train. I looked at it on Steam, and I was like, this looks like another one of these fucking digital collectible card games like trying to be hearthstone don't care moved on then i watched like a video from um some youtuber uh and i was like oh, okay monster train let's just see what this is about and i was watching him play and it's, it's just like the fucking final fantasy thing where i'm like i'm watching him and he's like making little misplays here or there once i started to figure out this game and i'm like i have to fucking play this <laughs> and it's it's not a collectible card game or anything it is a it's very hard to explain what it is, so I'm just going to keep it very simple. It's a, like, it's a roguelike deck builder game. So, like, every run, you're, like, putting this deck together, and you're trying to fight these. You're you're a bunch of monsters, and your deck is a bunch of monsters, and you're trying to fight all of these, like, angels and things. Oh, cool. I've It's the first game in a little while where it's like, oh, it's three in the morning. I should probably stop. <laughs> well, maybe one more run, you know?
1: That's a um, Slay the Spire is a similar setup, as I understand.
0: I heard people say that it's ext- I don't know Slay the Spire at all, but I heard it like this game aesthetically in terms of like gameplay, all that jazz, like this really apes off Slay the Spire. OK, OK. I can I um, can dig that. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. If you like strategy, if you like card games at all, like I so highly recommend <laughs> uh, Monster Train.
1: See, I have this I have this stupid little hamster brain, like, you know, I can I can do JRPGs and I can do like, you know, kind of chessboard strategy kind of stuff, but for some reason cards like a card game has to like really come correct if I'm going to like be interested in it. There was a there's a YouTuber I was watching for, um, this other roguelike deck building game, but uh it's it's called One Step from Eden. It's like a cross between deck building and the Mega Man Battle Network um battle system so mm-hmm. it's like you
0: you oh god i played a lot of that
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah so you know what i'm talking about like instead of instead of battle chips you get cards right and these cards have synergies with other cards and like you can get passive effects and stuff mm-hmm. like that so you're kind of building you know this optimized strat as you're going through this randomly generated you know um set of levels mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um so there's this youtuber i was watching for that because he was really good at it he played a shit ton of it in beta and all that and then he ended up moving on to um monster train actually and i saw that and i was like oh th- There's no like fast twitch anything to this. It's just thinking, oh, I don't know if I can do that. So, (laughs) (laughs) so now given your, given your cosign, maybe I'll take a look at it.
0: I think you, I think you dig it. And like your, our friends, Anthony and Tyler, my ex roommates, your current roommates, uh, I I feel like it's it's a hard household to be into card games. Because, like, card games these days are really hard. But, like, that's a household that plays Magic. Like, we all played Magic back at Uncle Junction. And, uh there's a lot of simple concepts in magic don't get me wrong but that is a f- hard fucking card game
1: I uh, yeah the big problem with like i play magic so infrequently that every time i do like i don't know half of the cards half is generous i don't know like 98 <laughs> percent of the cards that are being played right so like every time i'm like mm. every time it's my turn i'm like okay i'm gonna attack somebody and then i have to like manually read every card on their thing because i can't just look at a card and be like oh that does this like i have to actually pick it up and read it yeah and so i'm just the worst to play with so i just don't (laughs) spare everybody the trouble of my 20 minute turns
0: (laughs) well and that's the thing with like uh magic is like especially something like uh commander where it's like okay you're playing in this multiplayer format so there's like four people at this table Mm -hmm. uh so there's a there's way more going on, and the decks are all super powerful. So it's like, okay, who has this? Like, there's so much. To get, like, I remember somebody was like teaching somebody like how to play Magic through Commander, and I was like, that's that's terrible. Like, this game is so already so complicated, and now there's <laughs> eight people at this table trying to play it. Like, no, stop.
1: Yeah, that wow. was maybe one of the one of the things I really uh turned me away from it was because like i had played i played magic a bit in like middle and high school and you know that was always just like one-on-one 20 life points you know the usual Mm -hmm. and um whatever the fuck that format is called standard or whatever um yeah but yeah like you know at the house like we'd always almost always play edh like it was very rarely like one-on-one it was at least four people you know involved Mm -hmm. so yeah that that like okay now it's you know to like double the amount of card, or I guess triple the amount of cards that I have to yeah. know what they do and how they interact with not only each other but all the other players and I'm I'm borrowing someone else's deck because god forbid I'm not gonna fucking buy magic cards <laughs> but, like what am I gonna do with those right so
0: yeah well and there's and there's something about too like if you're playing like a smaller format like draft or something like the card power level is so much smaller and you're playing one-on-one games like yeah. okay you can kind of figure it out um Yeah, Commander is just like people are playing cards that are like they were printed in the nineties when they didn't even know like what the rules were gonna be properly, right? (laughs) So it's like you look at it and you're just like we're we're sure this is in English. Like I'm I'm not I'm not convinced. Uh and don't get me wrong, like I I love I love Magic the Gathering. I watch a lot of Magic the Gathering videos but I definitely to circle it back like i really enjoy monster train monster train is very simple in a lot of ways um they but it's about how you like start to build these little combinations and things mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden it just turns into like this well-oiled machine and you're just like oh god i'm i'm unstoppable like these bosses that were kind of kicking my ass early on like i cannot i can't imagine losing to them now i'm too good <laughs> It's it's a wonderful feeling. Okay, okay. I might
1: I might give that a look eventually, but probably not anytime soon. If I'm being a hundred with yeah. you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, we, there was a Steam sale, so I picked up a bunch of games. I foolishly have picked up, um, Guilty Gear Revelator Two or whatever. Oh, because did I you love... now? I, I know. I figured you'd you're the one person who would really care about this. Yeah. Uh, I I like I'm. You know this. I suck at fighting games, and sure. but that game, like, it just speaks to me in some way. Like, not Hell that yes. I'm good at it, but that I love the way that it looks.
1: Hell yes. Uh, do you have a Do you have a particular character that's that's jumping out at you yet? No. Okay.
0: No. No. I'm, no. I'm curious yet.
1: to see where that goes. Like. I mean, goddammit, for the whole, you know, quarantine situation, because, like, otherwise, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you should come over, we should play some fucking Guilty Gear. But um, <laughs> I guess, you know, when it, whenever it's safe to do so, we will we will do that for sure.
0: I just want to note, though, like, you're a fucking brutal teacher when it comes to fighting games, though. Yeah. Like, I remember we were playing, I uh, it was either Dragon Ball Z or Smash Brothers. We and, have played uh, both of those. Together. Uh, I, man, and I, I was just like, I was getting so fucking, because I'm a very competitive person despite not being very good at most things. And <laughs> uh, like, I was getting so fucking salty because you do not fucking go easy on me. Like, you just like punch me into the ground like over and over. It's like, haha, gotcha. I'm like, I <laughs> fucking rip this controller in half.
1: and that's you know what when i was learning fighting games like nobody went easy this isn't to be all like you know uh uphill both ways in the snow kind of thing but like you know when i was learning fighting games like nobody went easy on me and like looking back on it if they had i would have been like you know it wouldn't have felt as good when i finally won you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and like when i say when i say go easy i mean specifically like you know uh intentionally like sabotaging myself in the match i think there's something to be said for like i can maybe switch like you know play a character that i'm not as used to or um mm-hmm. you know a uh, fucking set a handicap like in the game but like when we are in a match i don't want to like do you the disservice of like you know totally pulling my punches and like letting you hit me and go like oh you did it good job you special special big boy you you know like <laughs> i would hate no, to have that so i don't give that to anybody else
0: yeah, and i and i I definitely appreciate it. I remember as a kid, uh, I played basketball and uh, I played it with my uh my wonderful stepdad and mm. he would he would let me win and I didn't know it and I think I was talking <laughs> trash, and he just like dunked on me one time and I think mm. that was kind of like the end of my basketball career I lost so hard Oof. and again, like i'm I'm an overly competitive person, and uh so it gets to me sometimes well, I'm learning, I'm a little bit older. I just turned thirty, so yeah, happy birthday a little bit. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it's it's definitely a little bit funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually, I had the same situation. My dad taught me to play chess when I was pretty young, and I was like seven or eight or something, just thinking I was fucking boy genius because I was able to beat my dad. And then, Mm -hmm. like, one day I asked him, like, are you going easy on me? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, don't do that. And then I never won another game. (laughs) And that, like, you know, just that, like, that expectation meeting reality was just such a fucking gut punch, you know?
0: Yeah, so I, I think you're making the right move, but whether you're making the right move or not, I'm still going to get really fucking angry while I play. <laughs> but I guess that's part for the course. Whenever I like, whenever I play Dark Souls, I'm like fucking, I fucking rage while I play that game. So Yeah,
1: it's just, it's part of the experience, you know? You just got to be experience. able to channel it, you know? Don't feel ashamed well, I, for feeling what you're feeling, you know? You just got to channel it the right way.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, and, like, I, there was a night where I thought I kind of, like, blew up, and you were like, no, you're fine. I'm like, okay, cool, okay. Then maybe maybe I can keep it a little bit in check, so.
1: Honestly, like, I have, I have a very well-documented history of failing to pick up on people's, like, subtleties. You know, like, I'm not saying I'm, like, you know... Uh disadvantaged or anything but like you know if if someone's <laughs> trying to subtly hit something i will often miss it uh so like for me I, if that was when we were playing dragon ball i remember that um like for me i was just like oh yeah we played some games of dragon ball and then Stu wanted to go to bed and we just called it a night and like i, th- I thought nothing more <laughs> past that so the <laughs> next day you were like hey man i'm really ashamed of how i acted last night i was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> i didn't catch that at all
0: yeah no that well that's that's good to hear mm. yeah
1: so you're a-okay by me if if that's for the course. amount that you're gonna rage at me while we play guilty gear then i am i am not concerned
0: yeah fuck maybe i hyped up my competitiveness a little bit too much <laughs> in uh, in this podcast it's on the record now fuck. yeah
1: if you don't fucking break my jaw the when i you know hit you with Leo oki <laughs> for the fifth time then you know do you really care honestly
0: yeah that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> uh so to, to change the subject a little bit um We have had many anime seasons pass, but this one we've actually finally watched some episodes. We're about to talk about like a twenty-year-old fucking show in a little bit here, but right now we can talk about uh, a few. Like, so I guess because there's some kind of like something's happened in the world. I can't remember some kind of virus. Um, A bunch of shows have been delayed, but we watched like five shows this last week that have all come out this recently
1: that we did yeah i i watched um like i think three episodes with you guys you know via discord and then i i uh, jumped onto uh like another friend's like anime watching party thing uh on sunday so oh, yesterday i, yeah, I mean <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it was it was kind of in conjunction with his birthday so i was like kind of trying to like you know um
0: no yeah it's all good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: But anyway, yeah, so I um uh, I think I ended up watching I think we ended up watching everything that was new that wasn't like a continuation or like uh you know, one mm-hmm. of those 5-minute episodes kind of things. Um did you guys, did you end up watching um better question, what what else did you guys end up watching after I left?
0: So, did you see Decadence with uh, us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think that was the last
1: <laughs> one I watched before I jumped off.
0: Okay, then perfect. Then you you left at the right time because okay. everything we watched after that was just like, oh god. There's a lot of other etchy um,
1: stuff as I recall.
0: Oh my god. So we we so the night was we watched God of High School, mm-hmm. um, Doc I'm gonna mess up the name because I don't quite remember, but Doki Yu Hentai. Close. Doku. Uh Doku Hentai. Okay. Um I couldn't I could like the words were totally jumbled in my head there. Uh we watched that. We watched we watched uh peter grill <laughs> who, qui- who quickly turned into peter griffin in the chat um we watched that then we watched doki you and then we watched i can't remember the name of it but it's like something Masume. it's like monster girl doctor uh, or monster something.
1: monster musume no oisha i think it is
0: yeah so we so we watched three etchy shows and two etchy shows and you know i'm hentai pizza lord on twitter (laughs) i'm a big fan like that's not just like a name like i am a big fan of like etchy content and hentai and things like that um god damn those were those were the non-edgy shows were like so much better than the etchy shows they were honestly oh, like god hurt. of high school
1: and um and decadence were both like shockingly good uh i didn't really know Incredible. decadence existed and god of high school like i heard the name i was like god oh, that sounds like some bullshit but then like i watched it I was like holy shit this is actually rules um yeah those yeah all three of those all those etchy ones um boy i hate snake people I hate snakes. So naturally, I hate <laughs> snake people. And um I don't I don't know if you ever had the the pleasure um it's it's a different monster musume like it literally starts with the t- the name monster musume I can't remember anything. And in both of these shows, the main love interest is a snake woman and I just can't yeah. stand it.
0: Yeah, well in that in the the new one that's out, I can't again, I can't remember the name of it. Um it, it it's that, and it's the. I know I just said the name, doku hentai. Yep. Okay, doku hentai. Though, like, I Peter. So Peter Griffin, Peter Grill was <laughs> the best one, kind of by a mile. And not to say that it was good, but it was it was etchy, and at least it was only twelve minutes. Those other ones were not only more boring than Peter Griffin, but more, but they were like twice as long. Like,
1: fit. you know what? Yeah, I didn't think of it like that because I think in terms of like straight up production value, I think Peter Griffin's the worst of the three. Um, Not mm-hmm. to say it's bad, like everything, everything we watched, you know, is it's it was at least put together by people who knew what they were doing. And like, you know, it's, it's it's it looked and sounded fine. Right. Like there was nothing to really pick apart like that. But um, yeah, the the Peter Griffin one at least gave us did us the mercy of, you know, like starting and ending within like that 12-13 minute span and
0: yeah yeah oh 100% because it's like it it each of them kind of has a plot that they want to cover and the the monster doctor one was like it, it, that was so fucking boring <laughs>
1: that
0: there was, I don't think there was any saving it but like doku hentai was like it was it, you know it was fun it was lighthearted. and I think if it would have been half as long I would have been like this is this, like I fucking love this show but it was like just, like, it, it goes on for so goddamn long, and it, I, I was especially thinking about it, because, and we'll get into it kind of when we talk about Eat Man, but, like, the worst thing that any, like, it's not about good or bad movies in terms of, like, production and all that, because, like, The Room is a good movie in some ways because it's entertaining, sure. and to me, the worst thing that, like, a movie or a TV show can be is just boring. Absolutely. Like, not setting a tone, not, you know having slow pacing because there's a good reason for it. It's just boring because the characters are uninteresting. The plot doesn't really matter. They're just, you know, phoning it in and it just Doku Hentai and the Monster Doctor one, like, just dull as fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh the monster one, I would have expected well, one okay, like you know, it's a pilot. You're putting your best foot forward because you know, in most situations, you're like, this episode is your pitch, you know, to um mm-hmm. try and get the funding to make more. Right? Uh God, I they sure could have picked something more interesting than centaurs and like the big problem that he has to solve is like putting shoes on a you know a centaur woman's hooves. Like that's that's yeah. pretty mundane. Like it, she could have just been a horse. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, and well, and that that scene was like. It was creepy in a couple ways because, yeah. like, so she's like, oh, I, I don't want hooves. Like, I don't, or sorry, I don't want sh- uh, horseshoes. Yeah, like, yeah. don't put horseshoes on me. And he forces horseshoes onto her. And then while she's, like, trying to get away from it, um, the snake girl, like, wraps her up in a very, like, tentacle hentai yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like,
1: sticks her tail in her mouth and everything. It's very Yeah. Ugh.
0: And it's, like, I get that it's going for a very lighthearted thing, but, like, there's a lot of tropes of, like, tentacle rape in that scene where it's like like hentai kind of has this terrible thing where in a lot of sexual situations especially those involving tentacles the and the person being um penetrated shall we say has uh he's like i don't want this but then eventually comes around to it which is fucked up and it's a a whole different conversation but like, it has all those trappings and it's just like oh this is weird (laughs) because you're just watching him like shave these horseshoes and put horseshoes on and like nail them into her feet and it's like oh i'm like learning about horses and also like watching this kind of rapey scene like i don't you went from like boring to rapey i don't like this that's a
1: that's a you know what i didn't really i guess i didn't really think about that because like Uh, in a lot of ways it's kind of presented as you know it's the same thing that would happen if she was just a horse you know like if if Mm -hmm. if a horse was having problems with its gait you know the the thing you'd do is probably put shoes on it right you know do the whole same thing and the horse probably objects because you know like what animal would want you to nail pieces of metal into its feet but you know um yeah i guess the the idea of consent with a you know like very sentient very you know quote-unquote human emotions like that um, really, really makes that a lot more uncomfortable now that you're looking at it through that lens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh-huh. and there's no, there's no, not that this would make it like, okay, but there's no, and this is also going to be a complaint that I have with Eat Man. There's no redeeming quality to it. Like, there's no like, okay, yeah, this scene is, you know, it's an edgy anime. You signed up for some controversial content. Sure. Click play, but... There's nothing to redeem that scene. It's not like, yeah, that was weird, but it was really cool how the doctor did this, or it was really cool how the snake lady did this. It's just like, this is so... Everything about this is so dull.
1: Yeah, it's so... so, It's so etchy for the sake of being etchy. Like, there's nothing else that it really brings to the table. Like they could have written like an actually like interesting, you know, sort of like a a little medical drama kind of plot line for it. Or they could Mm -hmm. have at least made the fucking characters more interesting. Like that doctor dude is as boring as a fucking brick. And, uh, the snake lady is a snake lady. Um, it is also a very boring character, but more importantly is part snake and thus should not be there. Um, (laughs) 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 you really can't stand snakes. Um, that's, yeah. that's fair. And she like keeps wrapping her tail around people and things, and it's not right. Yeah, it's not right. Yeah, I'm a good Christian man um, Stu. I can't. No, I can't I'm, stand I... for this.
0: <laughs> I'm with you, <laughs> but not not to beat a dead uh, centaur. Yeah. I think we can kind of yeah. move on a little bit there. Yeah, um, uh, I like that. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, um, I like that. One. Uh, God of high school though. God of high school was I. I I was like okay maybe maybe this will be cool like whatever it seems kind of ridiculous um but then people like I heard like they started comparing it to like Baki the grappler and yeah. I was like okay okay what's going on here I started I started watching that show I like that show mm-hmm. fucking lives up to it Totally, totally. Not, maybe not lives up to it but it's sick
1: And the the amazing thing to me was that it started with a like what 10 minute like slapstick segment right where he like you know, he's late to school, and he's on yeah. his bike, and then the old lady gets her purse snatched, and he's, like, chasing the guy who's on a motorcycle, and then he runs into the girl with the sword, blah, blah, blah. Like, that whole thing, I think it, like, if it doesn't wasn't done so well, I probably would have turned the episode off. It's like, oh, well, this is about a martial arts mm-hmm. tournament, I don't want to watch this slapstick. Like, if that's what you have to start with, if that's the foot you're putting forward first, I'm not interested. But they managed to make that j- like really really interesting and when you get to the tournament it's just it's just kind of a logical like step up like wrapping up the ma- the action a little bit
0: yeah cuz the whole episode is just kind of this ramping up of like okay it goes from like he oversleeps his alarm to like trying to save this purse to like meeting this girl and then like she's just fucking riding on like she's standing on his shoulders yeah. as he's riding this bike at the same speed that a man is driving a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is so absurd and over the top. And I fucking love it. Yeah. And like, it, it never misses a chance to just like ramp it up. Like anytime it's like, Oh, Oh, you thought this was as intense as it's going to get let's just keep going totally just keep going
1: <laughs> and it was also a really great way to introduce what i can only imagine to be the three main characters uh like there's the the main guy the girl with the sword and then the the strong dude um mm-hmm. obviously i didn't pick up their names but uh yeah i thought like it instantly like in that sort of 10 minutes like you got so much of their personalities um and then when you go in when they go into the tournament like you're already kind of like you know who to watch for you know i thought that was really well done
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was such a it was such a perfect opening, and it's it's what I want from an anime where uh, the first the the pilot episode, this first episode, it it both kind of sets up the world, but is also very entertaining to watch. It's not trying to rely on like like they like in there's a there's another version of this show somewhere in another dimension where it's like we're gonna spend this episode talking about how the tournament works. Oh yeah, this high school fighting tournament, and we're gonna spend the whole episode uh talking about that and we're just gonna hope that the tournament sounds so cool that we hook you on the episode
1: yeah so you go like well now that we've spent the entire episode like explaining it gosh i can't wait for it to start in episode two but like they just Mm -hmm. jump right into it and it's sick even though they reused a lot of the animations from the opening like it's still they were very cool i was down to watch those twice yeah yeah Uh,
0: oh it was was, yeah wonderful yeah i I do wish
1: I do wish there was a mm-hmm. bit more explanation on where the fuck the high school thing comes in, because I'm pretty sure most of those people are not in high school. Uh, I think just the main right. three are in high school so far.
0: And I, I I'm like, i I'm, I'm basically, I've given this show permission. Like the first episode's so good. If you need to do an info dump in episode two, like I'm, I'm hooked at this point. Sure, like, I see that you guys can do a good job. You've earned, you've earned some info dump from me. So
1: that's a good way to look uh, at it, actually, like if you <laughs> if you excite me enough, then like later on down the line, you built up the, the credit to, uh, to you know, dump some exposition on me so you sometimes you can like, tell not show as long as you showed me some cool shit earlier
0: like not not to be uh the guy who only talks about hunter hunter because i think i talked about it last podcast but like that's a show that has like a good first couple episodes and but then eventually it gets very complicated with like how does nen work how Mm -hmm. does this work how does all these different abilities work and at that point i'm so hooked into the show like yeah you can spend an episode explaining how people's powers work and how they break the rules and things like that like you've earned it yeah do it totally totally
1: um Also, very, very glad you've, you've, um, I mean, I guess you're not caught up on Hunter Hunter, but you're, you're as far as you can, uh, given the availability of the dub.
0: Um, yeah, I'm i I'm I'm a dirty dub watcher. So, (laughs) I mean, Hey, you You like to multitask.
1: That's it. That's the one thing is like, you know, if you're multitasking and you're not always going to be looking at the screen, like it's nice to, you know, be hearing the words in a language you understand. I get that.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, but enough about my apparently favorite show. Um, <laughs> we also watched Decadence, which is my new favorite show. Yeah, uh, I've only seen. We only watched that first episode, but holy shit, it, was it so good?
1: I uh, I really like because we watched um, God of High School first. That was the first one we watched, and I was like, wow, mm-hmm. well, okay, we kind of kind of blew our nut there like that must have been the best thing the season's gonna have to offer and then we watch this and holy shit was i wrong
0: it it did such a perfect combination of like what we were talking about earlier where it's like it's both world building and it's exciting yeah you know i want to see what's going to happen in the world next but it's showing me how the world works not telling me how the world works mm-hmm. and it doesn't perfect job. It it nails every little thing. It's got cool anime moments, it's got fun characters. It's so good.
1: I really like um god, I'm so awful with names in real life and in fiction, but yeah, the the main girl <laughs> who looks a lot like uh, Emma from the Promised Neverland, like she is a fantastic character. Like that really that show really did a great or that first episode really did a great job of like, you know, endearing her to you in the first like 10 minutes or something and like making you want to see her succeed um so you know mm-hmm. as shit gets crazier it's just it's just gonna be that much more interesting because we're already that that long invested in the character
0: oh yeah absolutely it's it's she and she does such a good job of both like letting the world kind of build up but not just being like a passive observer of it like she's engaging in the world she has personality i could describe her character and like what she's like yeah you know um just uh, she that for anybody listening to this um who has watched the the six episodes of eat man that you did his homework for (laughs) this uh podcast uh this is like extra credit like if you've seen this character i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about her a little bit because like she is like the antithesis of eat man bolt crank is his name uh like this character that's like got a lot of personality and shows it and like you can imagine how they would act in different situations
1: whereas whereas bolt is very like you know monotone in his personality and is capable of handling any situation more or less flawlessly
0: yeah oh yeah oh oh, bolt crank
1: (laughs) oh bolt crank
0: (laughs) but yeah there's there's still plenty more to come out this season um so maybe we'll keep you updated about that loyal podcast listener but uh yeah so far decent anime season as long as you watch the non etchy stuff apparently <laughs> uh yeah i mean
1: i'm not i'm not such a prude that like you know if, I, i'm not saying that like etchy by and large is like unacceptable or is it impossible to be good but like i i have a hard time picturing the kind of person who sees like that monster musume or the um the the fucking the hentai power rangers whatever and goes like that mm-hmm. this is what i wanted yes like i don't know it just seems like
0: such filler yeah yeah they 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 rely so heavily like the 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 doku hentai it has some good ideas and thoughts it's just too long and too boring if you have to watch one watch peter griffin uh, peter <laughs> grill it's uh that one I may even watch another episode or two. It's just silly enough and wacky enough and short enough that it's kind of entertaining
1: you know that one um spoilers, I guess for the Peter Griffin anime um he uh, th- it's it's really in like it's really rare to see a protagonist of anything movie show, book, whatever. Uh, it's really rare to see a protagonist cheat on their mm-hmm. significant other like especially when they're portrayed as like a hero or something like that and i'm not saying yeah. like wow they they sure did a cool thing by having him cheat on his his fiance with a couple of ogres but um that was that was really weird to me like that, that that's sort of a line that they don't cross and i'm like where do we even go from here like she's gonna find out or is he just gonna you know hide it is this going to become like the, you know, the trapped in the closet music video? He's just going to like hijinks ensue while <laughs> she like almost finds out. And he's trying to like push the ogres out the window that he just banged. And I don't know. Very strange. Very strange. Anime is a, a yeah. wondrous thing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those ones where it's like, well, you know, morally, I kind of disagree with it. Oh, yeah. But it's definitely like a wacky enough plot that I'm like, okay, you you kicked things off and you kept my attention for the most part. Yeah. So, hell Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like there was a couple more that I watched, but that I didn't really give it. Oh, I saw, I saw, uh, I don't, I don't know if you watched this one, um, with my other friends, I watched, uh, Rental Girlfriend. Um, it's about a guy who gets, no, I didn't see that one. Yeah. It's about a dude. He's in college. He gets dumped by his, uh, his first ever girlfriend. Uh, she dumps him a, like a month in. <laughs> and, um, so he, he finds this this service you can you can as it sounds rent a girlfriend for like an evening she charges like 50 50 i think it's like the equivalent of of 50 dollars an hour but I, I don't know it's like 5000 yen hour, whatever um mm-hmm. anyway so uh she he hits her up and like they you know it's very very like very PG. Like they, they go, they go out to dinner and then they go to an aquarium or whatever. And then like, he, he basically starts getting all in his feelings about how like, Oh, she doesn't really care about me. She's just doing this for money. And it's like, yeah, no shit, dude. Like you paid her for this. Um, (laughs) but then, and he more or less like, you know, gets mad at her like on their date and goes like, it goes like, Oh, you don't, you don't actually like me. You're just, you're just here because I paid you to. And she's like, yeah, dude, no, no fucking shit. You hit me up. You gave me the money. Like, what are you, why are you mad at me? And then, um, (laughs) like she really just lays it out in a way that I'm like, okay, good. Like at least the anime is not actually like portraying that dude's thoughts as like, this is the, this is the position taken by the show. Right. But, um, the the rest of the long story short, basically both of their grandparents find out that they're quote unquote dating and now they have to maintain a fake relationship. Um, so yeah. Oh. It sounds interesting enough, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's kinda of fun. Yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah. I, I'm I'm cool with like I like romance and like slice of life kind of stuff when it's done well. And I'm not saying that the first episode like blew me away so much that I was like, this is a much watch a must watch, but like, yeah, I had fun. That was a good one. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I'm into it. I, I like that little that little twist. It's very like uh very rom com y. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, it's anime rom com. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um well i i um i've got a fever and the only cure is un- unless you have another show that you want to talk about please go right i, I, I kind of want to get into eat Man. i need to know where this
1: um, uh this classic snl reference is going
0: uh, I, my fever is that fucking Eat Man, ever since I finished those six episodes, has been uh, melting my brain away and I've lost so much, so much of myself. So, we're going to talk about the first six episodes of Eat Man. Mm-hmm. Bakri, what did you think of Eat Man from 1997? So,
1: my knee jerk reaction was I fucking hate this anime. Why am I watching it? Why was it made? Um, I. And actually, <laughs> it's funny that our last episode, like watching Aza Ken has like, you know, not that I ever knew like the technicalities of what went into being an animator, but just like as a whole, like the fact that it is so difficult to make something like a, an animated series and, and ship it, you know, like it is mm-hmm. very difficult. I try. I'm mean, gonna. I'm trying very hard to like not just go with my gut reaction as a consumer and kind of like think from, you know, like imagine what they might have had to go through to make this happen um and to that end i did some i did some googling i found like a uh it's not a fan wiki but a fan wiki page um that explained oh. that uh basically the eat man manga was actually very different it uh eat man was not herb um uh fucking volt, bolt bolt crank bolt crank bolt crank um was not as goofy uh, or, uh goofy's not the dopey i guess uh as he is like he's yeah. he's less of a just like i'm just a wandering mercenary and more of like he's aware that he is like as old as time itself and like has like a infinite void inside of him and like there's all the like so much more going on it's like a cyberpunk fantasy thing and they strip out a lot of the fantasy in the anime, because uh, they only had twelve episodes, right? Um, and when people yeah. got so mad about it, they basically Eat Man ninety eight came about as like a, a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood kind of deal to basically like make it faithful to the comics um, to begin with.
0: Oh fuck! So we watched the we wrong watched one. the wrong ass
1: one. You led us astray on this one. <laughs> oh,
0: I was like, we'll watch the first one. Then you know ninety eight. My might- oh my god. Um, yeah no i it's i tried to actually track down the um the first manga but uh i didn't have any success it wasn't on the shonen jump app or anything Mm -hmm. um i couldn't i couldn't really track it down anywhere and i I, outside of like uh, it's on ebay i'm now getting constant emails from ebay letting me know that i can buy it on ebay but there just wasn't enough time to ship it right Um, right by the time like I finish the episodes, because I looked at some panels uh, of the manga, and I'm like, "He this this guy seems cool." Like, yeah. This what he's he's actually like saying words and whatnot. Yeah. Because um, and I know we're gonna go into like an episode by episode basis, of course. Uh, but Bolt Crank in ninety in this ninety seven Eat Man is like, he's the worst part about this show. Like, he there's some sucks. Inter- this show is. Do- he sucks. There are some interesting things that are happening in the show. There are some things that I genuinely think are like really cool. Yeah. But goddamn, he is he's what makes this show terrible. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely is. And he's the protagonist. <laughs> That's the
1: thing is like this 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 series really cribs off of um shows like, you know, like I don't know when Trigun came out in relation to this, but like shows like kind of like Trigun or like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's that same sort of vibe where it's like, you got this cool, mysterious guy and he's just sort of going through this wild and crazy world and like running into people that he's going to like help or like, you know, stop from doing bad things or whatever. And like, nobody gets super close to him. Like they hit all those notes, but like this guy fucking sucks. He looks like a dork. his his silhouette like sucks. Like he's just in this big, he just looks like a box um he hardly talks yeah. he has no personality like nothing he does fucking matters uh it's he it just it just sucks it's just the worst it's like watching the adventures of some dipshit who's never gonna you know <laughs> you know it's not going to end with anything like more than it started with it's like if you didn't like those six episodes i bet you episode seven's not gonna come in with like here's his mysterious backstory that makes those last six episodes worth watching no fucking way
0: yeah no Ab- absolutely because because for me, it, it's like the way I feel about the episodes. Is like, it's like a roller coaster. Where the first episode I saw, I was like, you know, you're going uphill. You're like, oh, this is kind of interesting. The second episode, I was like, this is pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. okay. And then the third episode is where I started to realize, like, you kind of came over the bend. And I was like, oh, actually, maybe this isn't going to be good. And then four, five, and six are just like a fucking just the rocket into the ground. <laughs> like, oh. Like we have our rating system of uh, keep watching eh, and total garbage, uh-huh. and this show went across the full spectrum for me.
1: Really, I, d- I don't think I yeah. ever hit a keep watching stage with this one.
0: I, I I I wouldn't if if the show would have stayed at that first um, like at the the quality of the first level or the first episode for me, maybe I I, I would have felt similar to how I felt about Gargantia, where I was like. Eh, but maybe I could keep watching Okay Like, that was But it No, not after finishing those six episodes Yeah
1: (laughs) And they really, like They really hit so many Like, maybe it's just a trope within the, the series itself But, like, this Every episode, almost Somebody propositions him with a job And then he goes, like i'm a mercenary i don't do this kind of work it's like yes the fuck you do you're a mercenary people pay you to do things that's what the fuck the job is like you don't kill people you (laughs) don't go and look for things you don't rescue art (laughs) things you don't rescue people what the fuck do you do track down cats like what is your job
0: i know that that fucking set me up like when he turned down like the third job i was like no i can't i can't do it with this guy anymore (laughs) I, I think, I, I'm curious if there is some kind of localization issue, because it seems like some of the trans, translations are extremely strange. Uh, um,
1: yeah, because, I mean, I think, I'm almost positive Bokenia, which is the word that they use for mercenary, like, I think that's closer to, like, adventurer or explorer, like, wanderer, something like that. Um, okay. Because Boken means adventure. That's what
0: Because in in the wikipedia page <laughs> uh the it, it says that he's not a mercenary that he's an exp- like quotes explorer yeah. which is a type of mercenary but like it uses the word explorer um and there's there's also the the big red flag of like localization issue was the theme song is fucking batshit insane i hate that and, theme song. <laughs> oh i that i i totally disagree with you on that one I fucking <laughs> that's the favorite part the, but it's it, the the first like verse of it is talking about like this couple in a it's like from the perspective of like a couple in watching a movie and there's this fucking line that i love that's uh and and this is from the the theme song and the last scene where the couple drives away in that truck like What are you talking about? Like that's not a cliche. Who the fuck drives away in a truck? Like,
1: I mean, if you know, if that's uh, what you got,
0: you know. Yeah. So I there's, I know like the ninety like late nineties anime that gets brought over to America. A didn't have great localizations, and then B never had great localizations for the fucking theme songs. Yeah. But the this show really kind of takes me back to like, oh yeah. There are, like, I've been watching so many anime that people really cared about. It's funny to watch the ones that were just like, oh, people are kind of into anime right now? Just fucking pump it out. Just import it. Send it out. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it definitely, like, I'm sure back in the... Especially for such a kind of niche project as Man, like, there I mean, probably wasn't a humongous localization budget for this. Um no. You know, so, like, it, it kind of makes sense though, so like, yeah, they they might not have gotten it um you know perfect in terms of like the uh, like the terms that they use uh for some of those direct translations and stuff um but even all the same like it's every episode i think with the exception i I don't think he does it in episode two but every episode somebody brings him a job and he's like i don't do those jobs like i am i i hope at some point someone brings him a job and he's like perfect that's what i do like because i haven't seen that yet
0: yeah, it's 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 fucking weird. Um, I guess let's get into what happens. Let's let's do our episode by episode, uh, playthrough here. Yeah. Um. So the description on for episode one on retro crushes in a gruff, low key hotel. A man targeted by a mafia boss attempts to hire the world's best mercenary to take him out, but she isn't interested in being a hitman, which. This sets up two really important things about this show. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize it when I was watching this one. But A, it sets up mercenaries that don't want to fucking take jobs. (laughs) Um, And two, every episode is about uh, Bolt Crank, who I'm going to eventually call Eat Man uh, without thinking about it. It's going to happen. Every episode is actually about a woman in some kind of weird situation. And Bolt Crank is there. And he somehow either saves her or inadvertently teaches her teaches her a lesson or something. The, each episode is not about him. He's there and then suddenly is important.
1: Hey, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Every single episode. Wait, I'm trying to remember what happens in episode <laughs> yes. four.
0: Um, uh, That's the strip club one, I believe. Uh, I could be wrong.
1: No, no, the episode five is a strip club. No, you're totally right. Every single one. Yeah. sometimes uh, sometimes he's totally down with her murdering someone sometimes he stops her from murdering someone but you know he's just kind of <laughs> he's just around you know
0: he's just he's just there yeah um so in the, in this episode there's a rich dude trying to hire the world's best mercenary mm-hmm. that it's talking about is not bolt crank though he is technically a mercenary it's this woman and she says like i don't do i'm not a hitman. i'm a mercenary like apparently there's some major difference there i'm not a hit man i'm a hit man man <laughs> like
1: uh like jay-z anyway you were saying but,
0: but but this episode so i actually i i liked this episode a fair amount because a i liked that it was like these episodic like self-contained stories i'm a huge fan of cowboy bebop sure 90 percent of the world yeah and not uh, i for the I record
1: let me just, Ooh, let me just incite the, the, actually, no, I don't dislike Cowboy Bebop. Bebop, I just, like, I lack the attention span to get through it. I, I think I'm on episode, like, eight, and that's the farthest I've ever gotten. Um, so, so yeah.
0: I, like everyone in the world except for Bakri, Correct. enjoy Cowboy Bebop. Correct. And I, I, I was thinking, I was comparing this show to that a lot, which maybe isn't a fair comparison, but it's what it was crossing my mind. And I, I enjoyed that, okay, this is going to be the self-contained little episode he's going to interact with this mercenary girl we're going to learn a little bit about Bolt crank and you see what i really liked about this episode and what i like about this show in general is its visuals like it's a cool looking show
1: yeah uh this was done by studio dean who's actually like they've got a good amount of like well-regarded anime series through their names they did like uh urusei yasura they did ranma one half they did um Mm. Yeah, like, some other, like, real classics, they did Fruits Basket, they did Rave Master, they did uh, Full Moon Day, like, a bunch of, like, oh, wow. pretty well-regarded stuff, you know what I mean? Um, Fate Stay Night, uh, the 2006 one, not not the Unlimited Blade Works, but yeah, like, a lot of pretty decent mm. stuff, so, like, yeah, this this was made by pretty competent people, uh, the music was also done by Yuki Kajiura, who, like, I'm personally a pretty big fan of for her work on um, Madoka Magica, so...
0: Yeah, and I love I love the music in this show yeah. too. No, the music like, I think the music's music really fun. I think it's really good. Um, I yeah, maybe fun's the wrong word, but I really enjoyed
1: hearing. I it. think I think it's fun. I like the um that theme that kind of picks up every time he like does something cool. I can't remember the tune of it now, but like you know the one I'm talking about that real PlayStation one like JRPG sound yeah. and S song.
0: Yeah, I it has it has a very JRPG kind of vibe to it, but like in a in a good way. It doesn't feel like derivative or out of place. Yeah, it's it it. it It fits the scene better than fucking Bolt Crank does. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so you have this mercenary woman. She doesn't want to do this job and she's going to think it over. And this guy who's hiring her needs her to kill a mob boss because that mob boss, like he owes money to the mob boss or something like that. Um, But yeah, her her lines are is uh, soldiers of fortune aren't killers. So she doesn't really want to do the job. I don't know what else uh, Soldiers of Fortune would do. Yeah, being soldiers. you know, I hate to break it to this this world or this translation, but <laughs> fucking mercenaries are kind of known for killing yeah, people.
1: Yeah, honey, you got a big storm coming. <laughs> like, you got to really change that name. Adventure would have, uh, like, Explorer would have been great, you know?
0: Explorer would have worked. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, and yeah, and again, maybe it's, tran- it's a translation issue. I still thought this episode was pretty cool. Um it ends with the mob boss finding out and uh killing the one guy because the bartender in the the bar that they were in called uh sidepass mm-hmm. that I thought was kind of a cool name uh he sells them out to the mob yeah <laughs> and bolt gun uses his his ability to uh, <laughs> bolt gun <laughs> make a gun appear <laughs> and kills all the the mob guys mm-hmm. so
1: if that that scene kind of taught me to like temper my expectations for this show because like it's it's like all four of these dudes is four mafiosos standing there with their you know tommy guns or whatever and they watch mm-hmm. as as bolt materializes a handgun and shoots each of them one time and they're just standing there as he like <laughs> does it and you don't even see it happen you just see his face as like the muzzle flares like light up the background and then they all drop dead it's like wow he did it. he's so cool but it's like you had so much time to kill this fucker and you just watched yeah. it happen. It
0: it would have been a good time to establish that like maybe he's bulletproof, maybe there's like something else going on, because yeah, it is it is a slow pace. But I I was still kinda into it. I was like, okay, he has this power to summon guns. We should talk about Bolt Crank a little bit for anybody who doesn't know oh, of course what his whole deal is. Uh he is He has the power, he eats metal He eats, like, screws and things, all that Mm -hmm. And anything he eats, he can, like, repurpose into other things So he can, like, eat a gun And then make that gun appear in his hand
1: He also seems to like, um, you know, fuel, uh, materials Like, he he Mm -hmm. mentions one time that he likes to drink gasoline And that he likes, uh, he likes gunpowder Sprinkled on his, uh, nuts and bolts that he eats
0: Yeah That's his, like, version of salt and pepper It's, it's it's At the time, I thought it was a really, it's it's my favorite thing about his character, and it's also the only thing that I ended up liking about his character. That's, that's fair. I'm going I'm to harp on this dude fucking for the rest of this podcast. Like, if anybody thinks, like, okay, Stu, we get it? Like, no, you don't get it. This guy sucks. He absolutely sucks. <laughs> he's so boring.
1: Like, it, it really does feel like he's trying to be, like, a vast the Stampede type of character and just falls flat on his
0: face at every possible yeah. turn. Zero, zero personality. Mm -hmm. But that, so at the, for me, at the end of episode one, I'm like, okay, I kind of thought this was going to be like, maybe a little bit like. I, I didn't have super high expectations and this kind of like exceeded the low expectations I had. So I was like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe we've found our way into like a hidden gem. Uh, maybe this is going to be cool. Uh, how did you feel at the end of episode one?
1: At the end of the of, of episode one, I was, I was still feeling kind of hopeful for it. I wasn't blown away by it by any means, but I was like, I like the music. I like the, you know, the way it looks in general, with the exception of uh, Bolt's stupid ass face. Like I, I generally enjoy <laughs> the way it looks. Um, I honestly thought it was going to lean a lot more into the, like, sort of etchy direction, because there's a lot of, like, fan service from the, uh, the other mercenary lady. Um, mm-hmm. and that actually didn't seem to proceed, like, that much, um, throughout the rest of the series. But yeah, it was, um, I I thought it was like, okay, that was all right, let's see where it goes from here. Um, the the very end where he jumps into the car and then starts, like, Shooting, what were those like street signs or something? Like, he just starts shooting well, he's, random he's, shit.
0: There's like glass that's surrounding the city. Yeah. He like shoots at it and blows it up. And then that's. They didn't really explain it. Because the other thing about this show is that the episodes aren't necessarily in chronological order. Yeah. Like, they are so self contained that they could have happened at any time. So maybe this was the end of his life where he's just like, I'm going to fucking shoot this glass and escape this city and that's it for me
1: yeah and the um in general the show really likes to you know make a big show of like a a relatively simple like bit of symbolism uh you know like in, in, Mm. in the uh i think it's like episode four where like the the that woman like grabs the assault rifle and she shoots all the guys and in the process shoots the wings off of that statue and all of a sudden it looks oh. just like her like they make a really big deal of like see this is visual storytelling we're doing here we're not your average this ain't your grandpappy's anime you know like and i can't help but wonder if that was an attempt at that it's like oh he's he's breaking the boundaries of of his current his existence i don't know like i do not yeah part of me feels like this show is trying to tell me something and i'm too stupid to get it but i i don't think so
0: i i think i think you're getting it and in that scene in particular with the woman and the assault rifle like Mm -hmm. i really like when we get to that episode i really want to delve into that because i saw (laughs) that and i was like this is a fucking oh oh this show. (laughs) um but yeah it, it so in, every, in most of the episodes, there is, and this is the thing that I kind of like, but maybe I'm giving it too much credit, is that it does have those symbolism moments, and it does those moments usually without any kind of dialogue, and it just uses visuals, and I think a lot of the time it, it portrays them, I don't want to say well it's sometimes hand fisted sometimes you can really easily read the metaphor but i like that they're just it's not just exposition it's that we're gonna show you cool things some of the shots in this show are like really well like compositionally like really good totally
1: totally i agree yeah um yeah i think they just like i don't know you know editing whatever just the the staging of it but like they really rub your nose in it sometimes they really like Ugh. make you stare oh, at yeah, it. They it's they like do. do you get it she stabbed the mirror and the knife is now in it's like she killed herself or something
0: well yeah (laughs) i mean episode uh the one with the i think it's episode three the one with like the portrait and the the woman at the hotel yeah yeah yeah. there's a um there is a caged bird metaphor (laughs) (laughs) they fucking they fucking show birds in cages for like half that episode i swear (laughs) dude it's just fucking like do you get it do you fucking get. It? I'm like, okay, this is this is cool. I I get the metaphor. I like it, but you got to do something else, to show. Yeah. Oh, what if we showed you another bird somewhere else? Like, oh my fucking
1: god. And getting back to episode one, they actually like this is one that must have gone completely over my head. But they keep. Showing this same scene over and over of these like women at a beach or or a pool or something. Oh,
0: they show yeah. that shit
1: like four times, and nobody says like I remember when I was watching that topless woman at the pool that one time. Like nobody ever says it. it's just it's you just see that like four times and that's it.
0: Yeah. Well, there's yeah there's an, there's another one in I think episode four where they keep showing this the well bucket yes. drop into a well every time and just,
1: like. Every time afterwards, he would, drinks like, a he drinks a glass of water. The the I, um, I, the bad guy.
0: Okay, I didn't I didn't I didn't piece that together. But what the like, fuck what? is that trying to tell us? The guy likes water. Like, and that somebody's having to. Uh, that yeah, oh, the show gets a little. I mean, let me let me get my brain back together. I fucking hated that well, scene. Like every time they fucking cut to that bucket dropping into the well i'm like why like no one's talking about wells like why do you keep breaking up the scene with just like a fucking bucket well but just imagine if like you were watching this podcast and then in just like every like minute you just watched a bucket go into a well (laughs) Uh, like and it just completely breaks up whatever's fucking happening
1: on that though they the last time they show that bucket dropping down into the well it's immediately before um, I already forgot her name, but the, the girl, the, the, the woman who takes these, the, the rifle, um, they show the bucket actually fall instead of like coming up. It just like drops and it's just down there. Like the rope mm-hmm. falls in with it or whatever. And then immediately after she starts shooting. Um, so I'm like, well, he's like, he's taking from their, from their land. And now, and now he's no longer able to cause she's going to kill. That's what I'm saying is like, I feel like it's trying to tell me something and I just can't pick up on it.
0: So I, I think I know what they're going for. Um, he, Let me ask you this okay. fellow podcaster. Yes. Do you want to, I, I, I have some pretty strong feelings about that scene. Um, Do you want to talk about them now? Or do you want to save that for episode three? Cause um, that's pretty much all I have to fucking say about episode
1: three. Uh, Wait about episode three or four. The three is the, three's uh, the, the ghost lady
0: oh my god they fucking blend together yes four (laughs)
1: um let's 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 just keep going in order we'll get there
0: okay so episode two retro crush this apparently our podcast is brought i like retro crush but apparently our podcast is also brought to them brought to you by them i suppose so they
1: don't know that we exist but you know in a way this podcast is very much brought to you by retro crush yeah you can watch retro
0: animes on online for free just sign up it's pretty sick yeah um Okay, so episode two, we who are about to die, dot, dot, dot. Bolt helps a doctor investigate genetically engineered life forms that have survived their built-in extinction genes, while her s- sponsor, the military, has other motives. Wait, Bolt helps a do- Okay, yeah, the doctor's the woman. That sentence got a little long. <laughs> um... This episode is kind of boring, but I was still kind of into it.
1: I legitimately I put in my notes for that one. I sure hope Stu got more out of this one than I did because I got nothing.
0: I'm I'm here to I'm here to I'm here for you. Please by all means. I got I got more out of that episode, <laughs> I guess. I what what I liked about the episode is that it felt like um it it felt like okay the plot is kind of going somewhere that like there's a part where bolt talks about the monster that's been released and he's like um uh like the doctor is like i wonder what kind of creature was made in here you know referring to this lab yeah and then there's a cut to bolt and it like looks uh, like you know shows him and it's like oh maybe this lab has something to do with bolt because oh. i believe the monster also like ate metal and things like that oh. and so it, it was kind of similar to what bolt's whole deal was so i was kind of like okay then maybe there's something going on here yeah um so for anybody who didn't watch the episode didn't do the fucking homework uh Bolt does the for maybe the only time in the fucking show accepts the job um it is the only time
1: that we that we saw anyway somebody brought him a job one other
0: time i think he accepts the job when he goes to the hotel but he doesn't do it so it doesn't fucking matter he doesn't accept it right Um,
1: away he says i'm not an art dealer find somebody else and then
0: eventually they talk him into it um yeah uh but yeah so he's he's doing this job and he's like there to like help this doctor and there's this island that it's basically jurassic park but worse (laughs) and um there's these monsters that are supposed to die at a certain point but they've evolved beyond their um extinction gene so they're exploring that it seems like it should be more interesting than it actually is yeah because i don't even think you ever see the monster you just kind of see it kill some military dudes there's a military guy who like goes crazy Um, But then the coolest part of the episode happens where Bolt uh, uses his giant laser gun that he can apparently summon. And uses it to kill the monster. And I liked that part because it insinuates that he ate a giant fucking laser gun. (laughs) I mean, like,
1: if you had Bolt's power to, you know, eat a weapon and then manifest it later, like, you'd go for the biggest, baddest, you know, cyberpunk laser gun you could find, naturally.
0: Yeah, and that and that was that was cool, but yes, overall the I I could see why maybe you didn't enjoy the episode. How how do you feel about
1: it? I didn't give one shit. Like this was this was the episode that made me go like, oh no, oh no, I have four mm, more episodes mm. of this. Um, I really got nothing out of it. That felt like a filler episode in a show that is nothing but filler. Like it oh, no. it <laughs> felt so superfluous in like amongst episodes that don't matter worth a damn anyway
0: uh i just hated it <laughs> did not like it yeah, at yeah that's f- that's fair there's a lot of fucking talking about this doctor's backstory and this is again it's it's not set up at this point but it is another example of the female character in this story is like each episode revolves around a um a woman and she's the most interesting part. Like the story should just be about her. Bolt Crank should not be there. I yeah, I think that's invariably the case. Yeah, and and she's she's the most interesting person of this episode. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because you you spend all this time learning about her, nothing really happens to her, and the episode ends and we never see her again.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the big thing that I I notice about a lot of these is that like you know bolt is there and he kind of like it's almost this i'm sure there's a a more apt trope to to ascribe to this but it feels almost like the 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 magical negro you know, like, he's just sort of, like, he's just getting <laughs> around in the background and kind of just, like, does a little magic here and there. And then, like, the char- the main character learns a thing or two. But, like, in this situation, like, he does his magical Negro thing being, you know, creating a gun that he previously ate and then shooting somebody. And then nothing really Classic. changes.
0: What a cliche. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> Bagger Vance all over again. You know, Will Smith did the same thing. Um no, it's just they they he does his thing but then like the the female character the the you know arguably like the main character of each episode like you said like they don't really change for the most part they don't learn they don't grow they just kind of like if anything if the episode either cuts off before they get to that revelation or eh, they die or whatever. Like the only case in which like you can actually see like, Oh, they just took a big step and like, they're going to keep moving forward is, um, episode four, um, which will, you know, get yeah. into.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, it, it will. And ultimately it doesn't really matter what happens with these characters that aren't bolt crank, because unless it's super compelling, which it almost never is, or in some cases just isn't, um, it doesn't matter because these episodes are self-contained. You can watch any episode. Like there's there's no reason that we watch these episodes in order. Yeah. We could have watched them at any point. We could have watched episode one, four, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. And we would have had the same fucking experience. Um okay, let's let's talk about episode three. Cause it sounds like episode two was your kind of moment where you're like, okay, this show's not gonna be good. Yeah. Episode three was fucking mine. Um, <laughs>
1: Episode three for me, like at that point, like after two, I was, it was just kind of an eye roller. It's like, okay, we're just this. It's following the trend. One was okay, two was bad. This is worse. I, I just have very low expectations for what's going to happen next.
0: What I really want to get into is, I want to talk to. I don't want to talk to you, Bakri. I don't want to talk to. The audience right now. I want to talk specifically to Retro Crush. <laughs> you got to fix Eat Man. Uh, episode three is episode two. I started watching episode two again, and I was like going through it, and I was like, "This seems really familiar." Oh, like, yeah, this seems a lot like episode two. Exactly. And same. things started happening. He started talking to the characters. I'm like, "Are they showing the same episode again?" But now there's going to be like a twist. Like, is that what this show does? Yeah. And I watched about five minutes of the show before I fucking realized it was just the same goddamn episode
1: i was losing my mind because C- like, you had even told me that episode three was fucked up but like i forgot that <laughs> like an idiot and like i remember starting episode, what i thought was episode three and being like am i losing my mind like there's bits of this <laughs> that i remember but at the same time my brain has been resisting taking in information about eat man because it's so goddamn <laughs> like bad that you know i'm not e- i wasn't even 100 sure so yeah i got like Probably about the same, like five, five, six, seven minutes into the episode before I was like, hey, wait a second.
0: This wait is the same thing
1: I just watched.
0: <sighs> yeah, that was well. And for me, it was it was particularly painful because I watched episodes one and two took a break for like, a you know, a little while and then came back to it. I was like, I think this is familiar, but maybe <laughs> it's different. I can't I don't really remember 100 percent what happened in episode two. Mm-hmm. Regardless, episode three, it's on Crunchyroll, weirdly enough um so get your shit in order red Girl crush um <laughs> room of promises in an upscale hotel Bolt is tasked with a job that 12 other mercenaries have failed before him mm-hmm. there he meets a high class lady with more to her than meets the eye and
1: uh weirdly enough this is the only like all the all the ladies with the exception of like the one from episode two i think and, and four, like they show some amount of interest in Bolt, either like romantically or like, you know, hinted to be romantic or just straight up sexually. Like, this is the only one that he actually like sleeps with, like and who he actually responds to that interest with. Which yeah, I thought was very
0: strange. Yeah, And it's 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 weird, too, because she she's the one that kind of comes on to him the least because in episode one, you have the lady mercenary, and she's like, "Hey, join me in this bath." Yeah. And he's like, "No, I think he may even slap her or something."
1: No, they—he slaps her twice, really... but it's okay, I guess, because she slapped him first. I, I suppose, but uh, I don't know. There you go. It, th- it just seems so unnecessary.
0: <laughs> it seemed very unnecessary. I don't entirely remember the situation. I just remember that it kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she. So he goes. He's hired to like go collect this portrait. There's a woman there, and she's like, uh, this portrait is of is made by my grandfather, but there's a clause in my will that stopped me from inheriting it. Uh, but I love mercenaries, so come hang out with me. And then they fuck. Yeah. Um, and then I think the episode, so I think at that point we're five minutes in, the episode's 22 minutes. Uh, I think it spends the next maybe 16 minutes establishing a caged bird metaphor uh-huh. and then the episode ends. Uh. Um yeah, they have like <laughs>
1: it's not quite in montage but it's sort of this just like um kind of stitched together timeline of like the couple days that he spends at this hotel like they go and they ride horses and they, you know, have dinner together and she watches him eat bolts and it's fine I guess and um like all they just sort of like have a nice couple of days together and then towards the end it's revealed that she's actually a ghost inside a haunted painting
0: yeah this is a weird episode yeah um because the episodes previously have all been like fairly grounded like yes yeah. the last one involved a sci-fi monster kind of creature but like you're in a world with a fucking laser guns and like flying ships and stuff like it doesn't like a genetic monster doesn't seem that crazy sure it's all sci-fi um,
1: with the exception of this one
0: yeah yeah and it's like when she shows the painting and starts talking about it i'm like i'm getting like a haunted hotel kind of vibe yeah you know, and, and that kind of ends up being what it is. But it's so just like, so so he ends up, God, this fucking episode. He So he kind of falls in love with the woman, agrees to marry her so that she can inherit the portrait. Uh-huh. And then the episode jumps to him bringing the portrait to the guy who wanted it, uh-huh. who hired Bolt, who he initially turned down. Uh-huh. But somehow he talked Bolt into it. Um, he brings the fucking portrait to him. The guy's like, I'm gonna use this fucking laser beam to uh, extract the curse and find out how it works. He's straight up he doing kills... the villain laugh and everything. <laughs> He's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bolt kills him, yeah. takes the portrait, and then takes it to a desert and shoots it with his giant fucking laser gun that he used to kill a dinosaur. And then leaves the last that
1: laser gun in the desert
0: and just oh, walks yeah. away. Yeah and just walks away well he's probably eating so many laser guns at this point. Uh,
1: yeah probably he just he couldn't take another bite he's just stuffed um
0: yeah so th- yeah the episode like if this is this is where it, this is the reason why it broke me it's like there's there's interesting things going on where it's like you have this hotel and it, there's like these people at the hotel but it's kind of in the middle of nowhere why are they there yeah you have these like people who work there and it ends up being that those are the other 12 uh, mercenaries like whoa that's kind of interesting um and then you have this like caged bird metaphor that they don't spell out there's never a part where she's like do you know the story of the caged bird and blah you know there's there's nothing like that it just all does it visually but it's so goddamn boring because the show just like it's like 22 minutes of just like metaphor, but but like you you kind of get it, you know, it's not complicated, yeah, and it just keeps showing it to you, and it's like, oh, okay, and the thing you're the, losing me a little bit, show. And the
1: thing about like you know, especially those kind of visual metaphors like the caged bird and stuff like that is, I think, even even stuff like that, uh, simple, let's say, that blunt, let's say. Um, Like I think it's good and it has a place in like that kind of thing is like really good and has a place in like you know any sort of even even things as simple as like uh, an anime about a guy who eats guns and then summons them to shoot people like I think that's cool Mm -hmm. but also it has nothing to back it up. It's like making this sort of gesture at the fact that it is thinking about the themes of itself uh, of its story but then not actually bothering to make those themes worth looking into. It, it invites yeah, you to it, take a closer look at something that is mostly just shit. Not shit's really rude, yeah. but like you know, it's it's not going to hold up to that scrutiny.
0: It's um, it's it's either is pretentious or is borderline pretentious. Like it's trying to be smarter than it really is. I think yeah, pretentious you know? like, is and, the
1: perfect uh, word for that. Yeah, it it, it has the pretense yeah. of being smart.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's, it, but it just doesn't doesn't have enough follow through it doesn't have good enough pacing to really like make it all work together cohesively and then just fucking shit happens in the episode (laughs) the fucking dude uses a laser beam to fucking extract a curse from a portrait and i should be fucking jazzed about that but the episode but everything that happens previous to that is so dull that it doesn't i don't i don't (laughs) have a shit about this laser (laughs) curse I should be so fucking jazzed about you
1: that. You would think so. He's zapping a curse with a laser and you just don't even care. You know? This this show has got us that jaded.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is this is like I said in my fucking roller coaster metaphor, this is where I've come over the hill, I'm looking down and I'm like, is this show gonna be bad? Is this <laughs> roller coaster gonna fucking suck? Sure enough. I'm
1: glad you I'm... were able to hold on to hope that much longer than I was. <laughs>
0: I you know, I try to be optimistic with stuff. You know, I like I like sci fi. I I've been on a very like heavy nostalgia streak mm. uh in, in lately. You know, 2020 twenty twenty's been a fucking beating and uh like i i just want any kind of escapism and I look I, I watched you know, I loved nineties anime. Sure. And um this show just fucking didn't do it for me it fucking should have and it fucking did that's
1: the thing it's it's um, so close to something that would totally be like our shit and then it's not that's the yeah. problem with it like yeah. otherwise i'd be indifferent but like it's it's so close and it just doesn't yeah. quite deliver
0: yeah it, it hurts more because of that yeah like, if it would have sucked harder i wouldn't mind it as much sure if it sucked harder
1: that like i would have liked it a lot more actually I do want to just one little tack on the end of episode three there um, The anime does actually strip a lot of the fantasy elements out of the manga So like it's quite possible that that whole curse thing would have made a lot more sense in the context of the manga it, They just completely remove that This is like the one instance of something non-sci-fi happening pretty much
0: Yeah and I think that's a good point because like that's part of the way that it sold um, sold the show Is that like it's the self-contained stories that are like part sci-fi craziness and part um fairy tale. Yeah. I was like that's that's interesting, that's cool. And pff, there's no fucking fairy tale in these episodes. Yeah, it tries except to be. for the fucking laser curse. Except for the laser curse. <laughs> and I want to say this just in case so I don't forget it at the end. I think it would be interesting to do an episode down the line of watch of maybe reading like the first few uh chapters of like the Eat Man manga and then also um, maybe watching Eat Man 98 and see if it's better. You know, you know what, see yeah. See if it's like, if if there is something to this series, because this is this author's most, like, this is what he's kind of known for. Like, people, there are people out there who appreciate this show, who like this character and things, and there must be more to it than what we have experienced, because there's, I don't, how do people like this? Yeah,
1: no, it seems like the manga was actually received very well. It's just um the the show really didn't capture that. So yeah, maybe maybe Eat Man 20, 20, uh uh Man nineteen ninety eight Eat
0: Man ninety eight. Yeah,
1: yeah, there. That maybe <laughs> that's better. Who knows?
0: Who knows? Because God, I couldn't um, tell you
1: about a single other thing this dude's made.
0: He yeah, no, no that's a that's a whole that's a whole other thing. This this episode's going on long enough. um So episode four is professional courtesy in the country of Dwee uh, is or the country of Dweed D- D- oh my god I'm too drunk. Uh, the country of Dweday D- is in the midst of an invasion by its neighbor. Mm-hmm. they hire bolt to rescue a captured mercenary before he breaks and reveals vital information to the enemy yeah this is an this fucking episode has bolt walking into this village to be hired by these fucking freedom fighters. they say hey we need you we want to hire you to go rescue this guy so that he doesn't spill the fucking beans <laughs> fucking he is like that sounds like a soldier's job i won't do it it's... what the fuck are you bolt yeah like literally what kind of job is
1: up your out like straight up you are going after another mercenary if it's his like if it was if it was a job suitable for him what makes you different and if there is something that makes mm-hmm. him different, fine. But, like, say that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All, all he kind of said, all he sort of, like, alludes to. It, there's this weird metaphor where, like, Bolt is about to get paid. Like there's a scene it cuts to. He's about to get paid and the dude who he's going to rescue like puts his hand on the money and then that's fucking it. It was something like that. Uh, and it was yeah. just like that's how you're supposed to know that he's like not a cool guy or whatever. Like why? What? Cuz he
1: was kind of a he was kind of a dick to Bolt once upon a time.
0: Yeah. And all of this is fucking being intercut by a bucket falling into a well <laughs> over and over and over.
1: yeah it's Um, really like you know just talk 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 bucket and then like you know cut to another scene talk 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 bucket it just keeps happening for i couldn't tell you what reason
0: yeah and and so in to kind of give a like a summary before um talking about the weird fucking visuals at the end um bolt agrees to go on this job because they the fucking freedom fighters are like, oh, well, if you don't go, we're going to kill this woman from our village. Yeah. Um, and, I, and so it's like, okay, well, now Bolt has to do it. But it's it's so weird that he's like, oh, well, I can be coerced because I don't want innocent people. As a mercenary, I don't want innocents to be killed. Yeah. Like, okay. So he goes, he rescues the guy. The guy didn't spill the beans. They get back and... Um, this is so this is the the weird fucking part of the episode there's so that she emerges she's like in like a like a cloth like a bedcloth or something yeah um and there and the the mercenary who got rescued like oh did you guys have fun last night and then they all laugh i yeah and then she fucking guns them down i
1: got the implication that maybe there was some like rape going on or something
0: this this fucking scene so yes I, I believe what they were going for is that she was raped yeah because it shows this angel statue and then um as she guns down these merc uh, as guns down these freedom fighters um, she accidentally like shoots the wings off the angel mm-hmm. you know um, and so there's kind of this scene of like purity lost, so to speak oh. you know the angels on the ground its wings are broken um you know like what's happened to this this woman she's lost her innocence i i luckily oh good well so but luckily with bolt is there and bolt picks up the angel statue and puts it on a table and she's like yeah thanks bolt like oh man what thank god bolt was there (laughs) to help her he's like dude bolt you did nothing now you here fucking i suck i took this a completely different way
1: actually um i took it as because the first time that we see the angel statue and her she looks at the angel statue like they make it they make that connection very clear um the first time is when they wheel her in they're not wheel they'll drag her into the room and uh like mm. they point the gun at her head and the the guy who's contracting bolt to begin with he says something along the lines of like you know every villager here is willing to die for their country and obviously she's not willing she got dragged in here there's a gun to her head literally you know um
0: -hmm.
1: and then immediately after he says that that's when she when they when we make that connection with the angel and her so for me i took that as like these these villagers that like the the purity of the idea of like you know um wanting so badly for your country's freedom that you're willing to lay down your own life for it even though you as a villager like you know they're not doing anything for you you're expected to do everything for them like that it was mm-hmm. posing her as this like ideal that she was supposed to comply with and then at the end oh. uh, when she you know oh. takes that rifle and she shoots the shit out of all those guys including the dude like that ostensibly she was cool with uh, but fuck him because he was you know playing along anyway um like mm-hmm. she shoots up everybody, the the wings come off, and now she is she has gone from being an ideal to being a person, like a real life person with agency and stuff. And when he puts her on the table, it's you know the distinction between putting her on the table versus putting her on the mantle where she's just a decoration.
0: Okay, I, you know what? I think you read that right. <laughs> that seems correct. Like I I I didn't have that earlier interpretation. Like I did, I just missed it. Mm um i guess or something i didn't see it and i i i think i think that's more accurate and you know i'm gonna give the episode credit in that case because i think that's kind of good because i liked that in this episode they were kind of going for like nobody's a good guy right so they they leaned into it and i think well maybe it's not my favorite plot line like i think they they did it all right i think that's i think that's what happened i think you're right (laughs) i think that's the the that's the proper read i think i misread it
1: and in the interest of you know being perfectly fair and honest here like i only picked that up because i went back and watched a couple scenes because like i mean i'm serious when i say like the my brain is resisting this show so badly like it wants nothing more than for me to look away (laughs) so like There's times towards the end of an episode where I'm like, wait, why the fuck did this happen? Why the fuck are we here? Who are these people? And I have to go back and kind of cobble it back together. So that 100% (laughs) happened with that episode. Uh, Like, I rewatched those scenes a couple of times.
0: You you had the better, you had the proper viewing experience (laughs) of the show. Because while I was still, like, thinking maybe this show is going to be good you 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 went back you watched the proper scenes because you thought the show was terrible <laughs> um okay now i do want to i that makes me feel a lot better about this episode mm. i i did not like i had it in my head because i didn't see her as an ideal but as a like innocence lost kind of thing right i had this as like bolt is like hey you're still Acceptable, you know. Right. Um. I had that as like, who the fuck are you, Bolt? (laughs) Like This is a fucking terrible thing that just happened to her. Like, fuck off, dude. Yeah, totally. Um. But that's that's that doesn't that makes me feel a lot better about this episode, Bakri. Well, I'm I'm glad glad I was good. (laughs) No, 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 no. I
1: take it all back. You were right, actually. It's just a really reductive (laughs) view on sexual assault, actually, and the show's very bad. The music's good, though.
0: Even with that, this this episode is not super entertaining. Oh, no, bucket metaphor, whether it makes sense or not, is fucking annoying. I'm not even gonna um, attempt
1: to parse that one. I don't get what the fuck they were doing with
0: the bucket. I really tried. Um. Okay. Let's get let's get into five and six. Yeah. Uh, episode five, after the rain. I think you can probably figure out what the metaphor in this episode is. A dancer at a nightclub has big dreams. She wishes to chase running into bolt one rainy she does not run into bolt running into bolt one rainy night might be the catalyst to change her destiny fuck that description Uh, Bolt sucks so hard in this episode doesn't
1: she i mean she doesn't like physically run into him but like she walks past him as she's on her way to work right
0: so the episode is like she's a stripper at this nightclub Mm -hmm. i guess and um there's like some internal pol- politics happening in there. She seems like a nice enough person. She goes outside. She sees Bolt and he's just standing there in the rain. And she's like, um, she sees him when she enters, then she sees him when she gets out. And she's like, Hey, don't um, just stand there. Like, you know, Hey, come home with me, you know, get out of the rain and all that. Yeah. And, and Bolt's just standing there. He's just standing there for no fucking reason. He's just there. And all I'm thinking about is like, A better character, maybe not a fair comparison, but like Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop, like he would be he would be entering the place and maybe he'd have a cold from the rain or, um, you know, he'd have a reason to be interacting with these characters. Bolt is just like a fucking NPC. He's just (laughs) there and somehow she's gotten involved with him.
1: But he's supposed to be the player character is the thing. He's supposed to be the not NPC. She's supposed to be the NPC.
0: yeah, and that's the thing that drives like, th- th- of of all the episodes, like this, this the this woman protagonist of this episode has like she's got this like uh, cat that she feeds at the strip club, and so like it makes sense that she would take in Bolt. Um, there's this fucking inane, just drove me up a fucking wall scene where she tells Bolt they're in her place. She tells Bolt her fucking backstory. And then she's like, why did you become a mercenary? He doesn't answer. Yeah. Why did you do this? Doesn't answer her. And she's just like, oh, I, I can't not fuck him. Like, it's... I, I don't think they had sex, but... I don't um, think so.
1: Though she totally is, she, like, buck-ass naked in front of him. Like, yeah. s- minutes after having <sighs> met him. I actually, like, that's one of my notes. Like, That's my only note for this episode, is that people are so weirdly trusting of this extremely sketchy-looking vagrant, women especially. Like... That dude looks like someone who would skin a woman alive and anyone who runs into him is like, hey, bud, you want to just come into my house and watch me get naked? Like, it's totally fine.
0: Yeah, like, it's already weird that he brought her, that she brought him in, but then it's also like she seems like really attracted to him and he just doesn't do anything. Yeah, He just sits there and doesn't say anything, doesn't do anything interesting. He's... This this is the episode of fucking broke me where I just realized like <laughs> Bolt is the most boring protagonist of this show. And for some reason he's like this episode would have been completely fine, if anything more interesting without him. Yeah. Like the protagonist of your series is detracting from this episode. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Cause like I, I think he said like five and six were the worst. I actually like I actually liked her story a lot more than i liked you know most anything else that happened in episodes one through four i was like wow this is actually a really like grounded like understandable thing like she's working a job that she has to do in the interest of one day like getting moving on to like something she she actually wants to do like Mm. being an actress being a dancer like on a you know on a big stage um but she feels indebted to the owner of the strip club uh who took her in she also refers to him as father at one point i wasn't sure if that was like an adoptive thing or like if he was actually her dad.
0: Um, it's, it's real tough to tell with this show. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, this was translated a very long time ago. And you know
1: what? <laughs> Maybe if, if you know, if Bolt fucking talked back at some point, then, you know, she would have opened up a little more and we'd know these things. But he didn't. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I often call this like drive syndrome. Like, you, just, you ever seen the movie Drive? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know how like despondent all their dialogue is. Like they'll just kind of be standing, staring at each other for thirty seconds, and Ryan Gosling goes like, mm-hmm. "You want a toothpick?" Like that kind of thing. Like <laughs> it <it's> just kind of <laughs> makes no sense. They just kind of talk to like set a scene or something like that. It's like that, but like not as good.
0: Yeah, I I, I like Drive a lot. Same, I uh, like Drive a lot, but it maybe. yeah. And but but like that character that doesn't say anything, he's in a world of characters that don't really talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Like the characters that talk a lot, fucking get murdered in that sh- uh, movie. Yeah. Like there's 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 some interesting storytelling there. Bolt is just like the. I I agree with you that this is a really good episode in terms of like what's happening. It's grounded. It's a good story, but Bolt is so like like. At this point, I'm broken because, like, Bolt has been really boring in every episode mm-hmm. leading up to this one. And this is, like, peak boring. Just <laughs> absolutely just... Why is he here? Why are we spending time with him? Why is everyone talking to him?
1: He really does jack shit up until the very, very end, where he nudges her hand out of the way from killing that guy.
0: Which, yeah, it's like... And then she, like, learns... Everybody learns a lesson, like... wait, a So... No, fuck, fuck that. Fuck, fuck that scene. Fuck, fuck everything about that. That's, I don't even care if it works. It's so goddamn, like, forced, it feels like to me.
1: That's also, like, one of the weaker, like, visual metaphors, I think, of the of the six episodes we watched is, like, so she she brings this knife and we know she's been planning this for a while because we see the knife fall out of her, her cabinet the first night that Bolt stays the night there. Um, she takes the knife and mm-hmm. she's gonna go stab, quote-unquote, dad, like, the owner of the strip club. Um, and she's running at him with the knife extended and bolt kind of pushes her arm to the side so that she misses and instead collides with the mirror behind um the guy she was going to kill and um then the the first scene we see afterwards like after the dust settles so to speak is the knife is plunged into the mirror she's still holding it and you see herself standing there like you see her reflection with the knife in it as though she has just murdered a part of herself by attempting to kill this guy Uh, and like i don't know what that's supposed to be her innocence her status as not a killer like i get killing people is bad and she could have probably just quit but like also i don't know it just felt really like out of the ordinary it's like don't kill your boss if you don't like your job don't do that i guess (laughs) (laughs) that's the lesson yeah valuable lesson to take home i'm sure but still
0: yeah you got the whole broken mirror and whatnot and it really like it focuses on it for like a while and it's like i get it you know but it's just like this is this is the whole reason fucking bolt was in this episode
1: just to give that little
0: push all right yeah yeah i don't know he he does he does nothing Mm -hmm. in this um in this otherwise good story. I Honestly, I would have you know, watched, fucking... I would have watched the full
1: 12 episodes about like, uh, about a, you know, a dancer working in a stri- in like a CD bar, trying to make it into stardom. And she's living in like this sort of like, you know, kind of grungy yeah. cyberpunk world. And like, she's got this sort of like light romance with the lighting guy and like all this stuff. It's like, I'd watch a full 12 episodes about just those two. If you keep fucking Bolt, whatever his name is, the fuck away from it. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah just just do not include him at all and it's a good it's a good fucking show yeah um unfortunately it's kind of the case with every episode like (laughs) don't include bolt just he shouldn't be there he doesn't add anything yeah except in episode two where he has a laser gun and that was cool Mm -hmm. um all right so let's let's get into the final episode here the gene window a woman enlists bolt's help in hunting down an item her father left behind for her the job leads them to what is obstensive oh my god this is too hard a word for me ostensibly a garbage dump but it's so but is so much more beneath its surface Mm -hmm. so this episode starts off with a silhouette of a kid running and laughing for like a fucking minute for like a
1: full 60 seconds
0: I, I, I started to time it out, and it is... Yeah, it's over a minute. Yeah. It's close to a minute and a half. And that might not seem super long, but just just sit for, like, a minute. Just, like, you know, like, set set an alarm and just sit there. Like, it's a long fucking time, yeah. and it's just... Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 There's, like, music box <laughs> stuff
1: playing in the background.
0: Yeah, no dialogue, no nothing. Nothing to break it up. Yeah. It's just a... Kid running, laughing,
1: and and so you gather from that that like this kid is really important. Like whatever's happening here is like the main theme of the sh- the episode. Otherwise, why would they make mm-hmm. us watch it for ninety seconds? Um, and I didn't really feel like that was the case, actually.
0: And, and and there's there's a direct comparison because you have so the kid is running, and then after thirty years, when it's done running, um the what happens? There's an explosion and then you see a person running. Yeah. Like a a lady running. And it's like, okay, in my brain, I'm like, okay, so those are those are the same person. You're showing them both running. Yeah, Yeah. There's a there's a connection there. Um and there kinda is I'm gonna be real, um I've really tuned this fucking episode Dude, out at the
1: Dude, straight up. I remember itty bitty bits and pieces from this, but like solo. I still okay. couldn't tell you why they took their clothes off at the end.
0: I can't either. And then at the end it goes back to the kid and it's kind of like, okay, maybe she survived and the kid is like her and Bolt's kid. Did Bolt die? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really watch this episode that closely. It's, it's like, again, Bolt is there. But they mentioned and in like he... an
1: epilogue kind of thing that they found her clothes and her body um so, because there's yeah. the
0: clone there and he has her leave the clothes there and that somehow survives oh. the blast enough that people can th- think that they survived. right um
1: that doesn't explain why bolt was naked though
0: it, it doesn't and maybe we fucking find out in a later episode maybe. that like bolt can eat explosions or something <laughs> or i i just i couldn't fucking care i hope that's um, the case at all the the gist of the episode was like kind of interesting but kind of forced is like this woman is like living her life and then she realizes that like she's just like a clone, like there are a bunch of her, mm-hmm. and so she makes it her mission to kill the other clones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even sure if they had a good reason for it. I think we can kind of skip over this one. Uh, again, though, bit- <laughs> that's another really cool idea that
1: Bolt completely ruins with his presence is just mm-hmm. dopey ass, just standing there, like I don't know, just want to go take off your clothes, just let the bomb
0: explode. All right, that's the gist of this whole. Fucking shit! Like any any good that this show does, like there are absolutely some very interesting things going on. There's even some things that now that we've discussed it, I didn't even see mm. clearly. Like, well, well done. You're you're figuring out of the angel motif better than <laughs> me, and it's, it's it's so close to being like good and interesting. But Bolt Crank is the worst protagonist.
1: Which such a goddamn shame like that's that that was really teeing him up for success like you his name's bolt crank okay fuck yeah he's his main yep. power is eating guns also cool yep um well i guess those are the only two things his design is kind of lame like maybe it looks a lot better in the in the manga i'm willing to believe that but like it's not very interesting in the show
0: yeah i mean but i yeah i'm, I'm with you though i was sold on such a ridiculous premise he can eat guns he can summon guns like that seems cool yeah. this is gonna be wild and crazy and edgy and cool and it's just dull mm-hmm. it's just boring and it's, it's all because of him if every story he is a passive observer like he is not the focus of the story But he's there to detract from it. Yeah, Because everyone has to interact with him for some reason. Everybody's like, oh, you didn't say anything? I better talk to you for a while. He
1: feels like a weird, like, almost like a self-insert kind of character. Like, you know, (laughs) someone's got a pre-established story and they're like, yeah, but if I was there and also I had the ability to, like, I don't know, eat guns and then summon them. And, you know, what would happen is, like, I would, like fuck the female protagonist of this story and then shoot somebody and it'd be really really cool
0: yeah there'd be like this sexy lady in a bathtub and then these mafia guys would come in and i would summon my gun and shoot all of them yeah it'd be sick
1: that's that's legit what all these (laughs) episodes feel like it's just someone throwing their stupid little oc do not steal into (laughs) into these actually interesting stories and actively making them worse
0: yeah and and it's 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 doubly upsetting as a audience member in 2020 no i mean not like upsetting to the point where i'm like eat man's like the worst thing ever made but like <laughs> uh it's it's like here's this boring fucking dude and all he does is rescue women like He's just there constantly saving these women that can't save themselves. Mm-hmm. You know? She's about to stab her father figure and her boss and ruin her life. Thanks, Bolt Crank. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know how to feel about myself. Well, I put this statue on a table. Thanks, Bolt Crank. Yeah. It's like There's a fucking dinosaur chasing me, and I have all these like skills and understanding of biology. What do I do? Thanks, Bolt Crank. She's Thanks for having the laser, laser gun there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just this dull fucking dude saving women constantly. And it's just like, yeah, I get it. it's ninety seven, you know, and if you want to have a plot like that, like, okay, ha- but have some kind of redeeming quality. yeah, have something that makes it interesting that makes it so that I can be like, yes. Sexist, but you know, but I can't, I can't do that because he's not interesting. Sure, he's not good. He's not
1: cool. That's the thing, though, is that like it it gets so close to being interesting so often. Like it's one thing when like Mm -hmm. I don't know when Superman saves like you know yet another woman in a burning building, and like she she she's not gonna get a name. She's not gonna have any sort of interest or like personality traits other than the fact that she was scared of dying in a burning building. And Superman saves her, and she gives her gives him a kiss on the cheek, and he's like, "All in a day's work, ma'am, and flies off like okay whatever like we that's fine i mean obviously it's like it's a pretty shitty story but like whatever this thing like it gives us an interesting character in an interesting setting with an interesting problem and then just bolt crank shows up and is like i don't know just uh, shoot this guy and she's like thanks bolt crank you want to have sex and he's like nope and then (laughs) that's just it
0: hey bolt crank you want to do this job no i don't do jobs (laughs) that's a job for somebody who does jobs i don't do jobs but there's a woman in danger. I guess I'll do this job, but I'll probably shoot you in the process. <laughs> mm-hmm. You'll get yours eventually. <laughs> you are
1: yeah. statistically likely to be shot by me in this episode.
0: God, God, this show.
1: Yeah. Um. And uh, I mean, the music's good. Like there, there's a lot of like yeah. content to it. You know, like the the visuals and the audio. That's like. That makes me wish those were going along with something a lot more interesting. Like, really, it, it's it's yeah. it's something that's let down by its story, and not necessarily it's it's um you know the audio or visuals or anything like that. And ordinarily, like one would blame the author of the source material, right? But like as we established, like the manga is such a different story, so it's just like you know why did you make this if you were going to make such a limp dick story out of it, you know?
0: Yeah, it, it seems like they really wanted to rely on like, well, we can tell a visual story, so like everything else will kind of fall in line. Yeah, you know, and this is ninety seven, so this is like around the age of like Evangelion and or Evangelion and Cowboy Bebop and all these other shows that are going to kind of like push anime a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. prior to this, there's not much of it. Like, it doesn't take much to kind of be um more than just like a family friendly anime or something like that um so i don't know maybe there's some learning in the process but it's just the show this fucking show man yeah so it goes well i think that's all the fucking eat man i needed to get out i've i fucking had this on my mind for like last week since i finished it just like fucking we need to record i need to get this off my chest i need to fucking just inhale all the beer i can fucking find (laughs) um and talk about this goddamn show it was uh it was something
1: i as much as we've been shitting on it i don't i don't regret having watched it
0: but uh yeah i yeah it's it's interesting but i mean i mean this is going to be the ultimate test uh, we're at the point in the show bakery we got our rating system Keep watching? No. Eh? No, it's total, gar- gar- garbage. it's total garbage. It's absolutely it's garbage. total garbage. It's garbage. No, I yeah. would never I would it's never garbage. recommend See, anybody watch this. Yeah, you, it it really is a fucking slog. I mean, like I said with episode 6, I just fucking I could not. Like I was just I had to watch the episode. I didn't fucking it was had subtitles. There's no dub of this show yeah, that oh I know. No way. No way. And I still fucking tuned it out. <laughs> I still fucking couldn't pay attention to it. Honestly, I would say
1: like I don't know, pull up like a if there's like a if some preteen at some point made a like an AMV of this anime to like Lincoln Park, watch that, you know, get yeah. get like three minutes of the of the series visuals in because it's got some cool stuff going on. Look up the soundtrack if if they got it on YouTube or something. Like there's things to enjoy about this, but if you are experiencing it as the full package, like watching the show, it's there's too much bullshit for you to properly appreciate it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and just as a heads up, uh, Eat Man opening AMV. Uh, you're 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 getting in the description you're you're going down in their gundam lock on <laughs> youtube channel you got it <sighs> somebody actually made an amv you asked did God, you just
1: show. look that up and that's actually
0: i just i looked up eatman amv and it was there well shit it might be it might be eatman 98 though so ah, we'll see
1: maybe well either
0: way okay, maybe that's the good maybe that's the good amv <laughs> content
1: <laughs> i guess we'll find out um but yeah so we're okay. Yeah, that that brings us to the end of it, I think. Yeah,
0: that brings us to the end. So what let's uh, wrote it down. What are we watching next week Oh, or next week? Next episode. This is not coming out on a weekly oh, basis. No way. If anyone has figured that out.
1: Uh, Yeah, we're looking at we're looking at doing like one a month for right now. And, you know, maybe when we hit our groove, we'll get we'll get to like a bi weekly kind of thing. But yeah, once a month is looking like our current schedule
0: yeah hopefully i mean knock on goddamn wood true i mean i don't have any we don't have any faith to believe that 2020 is gonna fucking calm down now but assuming it does which is a stupid thing to do yeah we're aiming for once a month at this point maybe more yeah
1: totally um that being said i think we're looking at tower of god for
0: our next our next series Hell yeah. I wrote it down just in case. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tower of God. It, it's kind of a newer one. It's based on a uh, Korean comic that out of a website called Webtoons that I'd always heard really good things about. Uh, and now it has an anime thanks to Crunchyroll, I think. Yeah, or Probably more thanks to the animators that made it. So Quite uh, that's so. what we're watching next time. Yeah.
1: Well, so it's our first. It's going to be our first um, manhwa adaptation. We can, there you go. we can nice watch them climb
0: the climb the tower and meet God. So if you want to have a better idea of what we're talking about, what's going on, um, and just kind of join in on the discussion to a certain extent, uh, or yell at your podcast, uh, watch the first six episodes of Tower of God, because that's what we're gonna be doing. Yeah. Um, so that wraps up Battle School dropouts. Um we're on YouTube. This is where we're gonna be posting our stuff for a while. Yeah. So if you like it fucking subscribe. Um uh you can follow me if you want updates on the show or have questions or anything. I'm Hentai Pete the Lord and I am Bakfu with two U's, so like B A K F U U. Perfect. Yeah, you can you can ask us though. I mean, honestly, you're probably my friend and hey. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate you making it this far.
1: Yeah, this is like 2 hours of us talking about something that you probably didn't watch. So like if you made it to the end of this, like Whoever you are, person who definitely knows this in real life, like, you know, good looking out. Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's nice that you made it this far. Yeah. Um yeah i'm just gonna i'm man i can't believe we just hit two hours our podcast is getting a little long um i'm just gonna assume that we had like a 20 minute piss break somewhere yeah <laughs> something there. like
1: that we're at we're at two uh, i've got 217 two hours 17 minutes 25 seconds i don't know what you're looking at right now but
0: yeah i, I got i got about the same yeah
1: we we're really really well, going on this we had a lot to say about about uh eat man
0: yeah Yeah, man, fucking way too much for how nothing this show fucking is. (laughs) Very true. God damn it. Um, right, well, we'll we'll see y'all in the next episode. Yeah, thanks for listening.